0: At Jiffy Lube, it's our job to make car care make sense with personalized service reviews that swap the car talk for straight talk so you know what your car is telling you and what to do about it. Where highly trained service technicians have your back, helping you take care of the small stuff before it becomes big stuff. Plus a full range of services from Pennzoil oil changes and tire rotations to filters, wipers, and more. We've got what your car needs, so you're ready for whatever's next. Putting you in the driver's seat of car care, that's a job for Jiffy. Find a Pennzoil pouring service center near you at JiffyLube.com. What's up, everyone? This is the Go Along Podcast here live at Fatty Beer Company in Orchard Park, New York. I'm Tyler Dunn here with Jim Monis with a nice brick background, Jim. It's I love fitting. it when we get here in person. Never disappoints.
1: No, always knowledge gained. Uh, the selection of beer is always outstanding. Got a little light beer today, a my time light beer. It's a summery day in Buffalo in early November,
0: and I'm going to say summery
1: for Buffalo. It's kind of springish for Charleston, South Carolina, (laughs) but I am feeling Charleston vibes today. So I feel like this is you know I just wanted a light beer, enjoy the weather, talk some football.
0: Yeah, usually if we're talking about the weather, it's you know you just want to punch somebody in the face. Nobody likes to talk about the weather, but it's legit.
1: It's usually a really sign you have
0: nothing in yeah, common yeah, with somebody. I, I usually people just turn the podcast yes, right off. Right. But it's really warm.
1: I was, it's yeah, historically warm. I, was, I think it was more. I was trying to at least explain the light beer selection.
0: Why went well, IPA still? Lost its finest liquids the sunshine. <laughs> There's no rule. Eight, eight percenter. Um, but that's the thing. The selection had you at Fatty.
1: The selection had you a little. I was flustered. I was flustered.
0: Yeah. I was like, a, you know, Charlie Kelly up at the. Oh, yeah. The board on all my side, Pepe mm-hmm. Silvia, a lot of calculations well, going on here.
1: I can tell you from our good time here at Fatty last week before the Bills game, uh, Chris and I, you know, the Fatty beer did not necessarily help our knowledge of football. Uh, we both felt very confident. We broke the Rams 49ers game down thoroughly outside, mm-hmm. enjoying the beer. And we both came to the conclusion that there was no way the Rams were losing this game. Coming oh. off a of bye week. All the – everything. They, they've been owned, right? 49ers owned the Rams. No way could they lose. So, Chris, that's why we don't gamble unless responsibly. And don't ever think that every, all the beer you drink at Fatty will give you knowledge for gambling.
0: Little did you know Christian McCaffrey would –
1: what just throwing just the catching, old chemistry? Right. You got to be there in the off season and get to, get that chemistry together with the team. Hey, that it's, only it's, applies it's, to a quarterback. And well, Jimmy Green G Bay. is. Yeah, right. <laughs> and well, we talked. Okay, we'll, we'll get into
0: the. All right, well, we anyway, talked a yeah. lot about Green Bay this week. We talked a lot about Buffalo this week. We tend to do that on the podcast. Right, right. So we figured, all right, this episode, um we'll, we'll hit on the games a little bit. We'll preview the yeah, action. Yeah, some good stuff. But at the same time we know, you know, folks might be listening to this after the game. So we have our mid season uh, prognostications oh. out. So let's think big picture. We know the Bills, the Chiefs, Jeez. the Eagles, you know, what, yeah. let's just you know, let's spend an hour or whatever talking about a team or two that can threaten.
1: Yes. That that's could
0: what get we're saying. hot right now. The threats and you believe the it. Because like, we have got eight games, we've watched these teams. Who do you uh, think could legitimately? So, be? who are the obvious threats
1: at this point? Right, the obvious threats. So we're not gonna we're not gonna stun anybody. But Baltimore Ravens to me are an obvious threat. One uh, healthy defensive, but that with Lamar, that's an obvious threat to me, no doubt. Okay, you feel that way, Baltimore. I know in your predictions, we all I think we all might have had Baltimore. Or no, did you have Cincy, Cincinnati? So no, I'm not throwing him the talent. I'm not backing so, him so, quite yet. So. Well, the Jamar Chase thing does have me a little confused, but saw a great stat today about that 2020 draft class. Tua, Herbert, Burrow, and I'm forgetting another guy that has a lot of wins Jalen Hurts. Hurts. Oh my goodness. Burrow is by far the worst of the four win loss record. They showed it. It's crazy. But that class has certainly put themselves on the map compared to we'll talk about that. Well 2020
0: versus 2021. Well
1: I just what was my biggest disappointment in the article? 21 class of quarterbacks is just like
0: But you know what Jim, you saw that coming. I mean really
1: I kept saying and in the office I said we need to see steps that it didn't show last year, you know, but you don't want to be too hard on rookies. And I know we're getting on the quarterbacks, but I think I, I put on the article too, I think Fields is finally being used right. Yeah. he's basically a rookie let's face it i mean that first year you know and that's how they never make it but i am kind of want to keep my eye on the bears uh, just how they keep using him
0: what it, could he be right, let's not get could ahead of be ourselves yeah. but you're, you're way be too hurts. humble of a human being so i'll just say it as we we podcasted a ton <laughs> leading up to that draft that and I, I can remember as as all of us were drooling over Trevor Lawrence, obviously, but but even Zach Wilson's drawn praise from our buddy Chris Sims. Um, You know, Trey Lance and and everything that he could do. Granted, we haven't really seen him yet. Uh, Mac Jones. Uh, You you were high on Justin Fields. And other than that, you were pretty lukewarm on everybody everybody else. else And if you look at it now, Fields looks like the best of the bunch. Because because of that, you could use him because of guys like Hurts.
1: And, and and Lamar, and guys that have a skill set. That Hurts blueprint is looking pretty is damn looking good in the, Chicago right and now. If, if they can find – because all of a sudden you see – all of a sudden their offense is – they're letting feels loose. And, yeah, right now this is what he is. He's a one-read guy. He wants to make plays with his legs. That's okay. So is Cam Newton, you know,
0: and, and develop, develop, develop. You know, Trying like hell to trade Kyler Murray for something <laughs> so I can start Fields on my fantasy team. <laughs> I, will, I will say, I think thing. this second half he's going to take the on. other thing with Fields,
1: too. I mean, he is. I, watch any game, it got, it, the toughness is just yeah. like I love that. So, anyway, all right. Well, I mean, so I'll never forget that game. hit he took against Clemson. I mean, remember, remember that yes. hit? The, yes, there were six touchdowns that yeah. game, I think. He, he, ridiculous game, yeah. And a the biggest stage, yeah. Like this, it's not big for him. He needs, but these guys need. Keep talk. We've talked about it so much. They need help. They need a coach that can see what they do well. Greg Williams, great defense coordinator in the NFL forever, um, especially with the Saints when I was there. But I love that in scouting meetings. He always said that. Tell me what they do, and that's how I'm going to use them. Why would yeah. I not? Yeah. Keep it simple, stupid. He used to say that all the time too. <laughs> every t-
0: every time, or no, he would say, it "Can't be that. Can't be that simple." Every time Greg Williams comes up. I mean, I, I'm so glad I talked to him for the oh. guts here. I mean, his he could <laughs> I have saw it. that line he he had on nickel corners needing to like be tough. And it was something like uh he you said? need a guy with balls. And then he paused, <laughs> he goes, nuts. <laughs> you, dude, man, you've been around because that that was pretty dead <laughs> on. Just in case that you, you like on. in case I didn't know what he was getting at with balls, he, he, he continued did. with nuts. Can't stop. <laughs>
1: But anyway, right? It's just so um, so. Those classes are fascinating. You know, yeah, that whole thing because you think it like hurts into it right now.
0: Well, we, I think we expected. I mean, I sure as hell did. I wrote about a, a jump out of Trevor Lawrence. We, and, and after that Chargers early, game, I was all early. in. I'm like, You're, we're seeing it. How about me? and oh, Jim picked the Jaguars maybe to win the division this year. Yeah. Whoa, um, it's just sad. And he, I, we just has, all want the Jaguars and, to win. I feel like just deep within our souls, just it almost
1: be strange. Like that, Marone, that success they have with Marone yeah. is almost like, did that really happen? Like, boy, they were good. They sure. were good.
0: Sure, that. did wonders for his ego as a
1: defensively. God, Denver, their head coach. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> um, but but the threats. Back to the threats. I do agree with you. Cincinnati should be considered right there with Baltimore. They they've earned that right for sure. That offense. Like I said they're like, and we're going to talk about another team. There's certain teams in the AFC right now. These are the great offenses in the NBA. When they're on fire, it's like you're not doing anything to stop it. Baltimore, when Lamar's loose, forget it. Cincy, when that offense, you're not stopping it. And here's the, another threat right in the division,
0: Miami. All right, well, let's let's hit go on ahead. Baltimore. Yeah. You get into Baltimore, I'll get into Miami yep. a bit because these are two teams that these made the major, major moves Love at it. the deadline, right? right now. So Baltimore, they get Roquan Smith. Sideline side to sideline, monster. They need that. They need that energy and
1: attitude on that defense right now. That they're 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 close to get, you know when they're healthy in the secondary, they're good. Not great, but good. Um, they need that that kind of enforcer
0: in there. And Miami went went after Bradley Chubb and then handed him a. A massive contract. You know I'm all about this. I mean, I, I'm all. They're for both chasing it. Kansas City, so, and Buffalo, right?
1: Right. That's what they're doing. And the only way you're going to beat them is, is you're going to have to stop those quarterbacks, Roquan Smith, Chubb, Those guys will help you on yeah. defense, and I. That's the only way you're going to slow. You got to slow them down. You're never going to stop them, but slow down Allen, slow down Mahomes somehow because your offenses are electric. Like yeah. you can outscore these guys. AFC playoffs. Oh, it's going to be fun.
0: I think it's... Did we
1: forget anybody? I mean, real quick. I know we just... did. I, I kind of feel like...
0: Yeah, I definitely want to get into those two teams in the AFC, but... For
1: AFC-wise. You know, yeah,
0: we'll, we'll stay in that conference. Yeah, Miami,
1: Cincy, I mean, the Baltimore. The Jets are
0: frauds. Yeah. Not uh, good enough on offense. The Patriots, it's no. like every time you want to run it, the numbers in your head, you and have Nick to show a check, could have a lane here. I, it's hard to get past... Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, Agreed. in the situation of quarterback. Agreed. Um, I mean, Cleveland's going to get Deshaun Watson. Well, now, okay, there you
1: go. <laughs> what happens? Because I'm not a Cleveland hater. Because that you office, called it, yeah, that,
0: the win against Cincinnati.
1: I like. There's some things on that team. They're playing very. There's. They're one of the best first half teams right now in the NFL, and that's a clear sign. I've tracked this over the years. It's a clear sign of a good football team. The teams that come out and get on, the, get the lead, hold on to the lead. They don't always hold on to the lead, but they're playing well right now in the first half. That tells me. We all know Brissett. He's not. He's not the answer. Great backup. What you want is a number two for sure. Ideal, but, man, now,
0: Amari <laughs> Cooper looks like a star. So good, now it, uh, always has been Jerry Jones has done always has this been. kind of stuff before, but like you overpay his form in the moment, and then it tries to get out of that contract. They trade him for a fifth round pick, and now Amari Cooper looks like a player that was worth every penny of that original Cowboys contract. It's the
2: um, market.
1: That's, you said it best.
0: How do you explain? So, there's
1: certain things that are hard to
0: explain, With he also, you know, is doing everything in his power. For Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, that's right. This is where I was going to go. With
1: it. I, the, the amount of time they spend on, on this running back thing, it's like, are you paying attention to anything that's going on in football? Yeah. You're, you're you're fighting over these running back carries. And we've talked about this. I'm not against the running game, but just make sure you want to score some points throwing the ball too.
0: I, I I want to get your front-office yes. perspective on, on that just while we brought it up. So Tony Pollard just explodes, right? Yeah. Three touchdowns, yeah. 150 yards, whatever it was. And, again, and this is like the third time he's the done game. it. The owner, Jerry Jones, publicly says, this is Zeke's team. He's the main guy. We're going to run through Zeke. And, uh, obviously, it makes no sense because Pollard has just wildly outproduced Zeke at this point. They're going to move on from Zeke after this year. Contractually, they'd be stupid to keep him agree. Oh, is it? Do you think that Jerry Jones is, is just trying to keep Zeke into it mentally, and is coddling him, and mm-hmm. just trying to keep him upbeat and too focused hard and optimistic okay. about the season? Is or is Jerry Jones really that stupid? <laughs> That's good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Probably go. It, okay, let's do it this it's, way. It's,
0: it's bad either way. Let's do it you're this way. To
1: if we're not there, I, I'm, so I'm not guessing, okay? I'm not guessing on what goes on in that building. But I don't have to guess on if the owner does want something done in any building, it's going to get done, whether it's Ursae, yeah. Snyder, Terry Pergol, It's going to happen. Well, maybe not Patrick yeah, Holmes. Yeah. But <laughs> for the most part, if the owner wants something done, it's going to get done. So if we only, don't know what's Only <laughs> you obliged, Jim. It wouldn't happen. Josh, they're too good to be true. Josh Allen.
0: We did Buffalo a favor. Um, Beats them in the regular season, mm-hmm. Give him that. Anyway.
1: All right. So, but the Dallas thing is, that team has my interest. I mean, I'm intrigued by yeah. Dallas right now. Because they, they're they another team I do think, offensively. Dak is right. I like Lamb. The defense is. I, that defense
0: is. Strong. Dan
1: Quinn. Good job. We, yeah, have okay. That's, that's yeah, the go ahead. I got off so right, track. The, I all know. Right. We're all.
0: AFC. Up. So, all right, you've got two top dogs.
1: We have the teams that can out, they can score with the Bills and Chiefs. You know,
0: those are the threats. You have to score with those guys. Did you see that no quarterback in the NFL has been blitzed more than Lamar Jackson? Amazing. It's interesting that that's how teams are trying to stop him, is just sending bodies his way, just kind of like an avalanche.
1: Yeah, almost right. And then almost forces him, you almost force him to go a certain way by the blitz so you know where he might be. Is maybe the thinking, I don't know, but I can tell you, man, if you aren't trying to stop him somehow
0: creatively, I don't know how you stop him. I mean, Rashad Bateman, though, yes, him is big, so Uh, now you're down to Marcus Robinson and well, um, wait, don't wait, Deshaun, Devin Duvernay, I mean,
1: Duvernay, I I do like which, which, you know, we we talk about Greg Rome, you know, we joke. Man, the way he does utilize tight ends, I don't know if I've ever been around anybody as. Yeah. good. I mean, I let me say this: I haven't been. A, and Andy Reid and Sean Payton use tight ends, big, outstanding. I don't know if they use as many tight ends as well as Greg Roman does. They all are unbelievable tight ends. So, to your, I think what it shows me is you can still be, you don't have to have the, the big time wideouts if you are that creative with tight ends because they're matchup nightmares for defenses.
0: Isaiah Likely go long happy hour. I know, and you were on course. him like early. Well, hey, I have missed one. my fair share. No, you can't patrol. go. wow well, don't no. I like likely though. He he's a perfect compliment to Andrews. Just watching him at coastal. I mean, yeah. we we had the story on Coastal Carolina kind of building a power yeah. down south, and um, so I, I'd watch their games as much as I could, and I don't even care what the competition is. I mean he he is just a um, big, strong, athletic, soft hands, like every trait you could want in a tight end. He possesses and I think that his role is going to grow now with Bateman out. You're going to see a lot of those two tight ends sets. That's
1: exactly right. And Greg Rome is equipped to handle that. Yeah. He'll he'll that's okay for Rome.
0: You think that they can really keep up though with with Buffalo I, no. and Kansas City,
1: you know? <laughs> okay? I don't. No.
0: <laughs> I still
1: think they're a threat though because um that's me just my, my opinion. My opinion doesn't matter when you're on the field with Lamar. So. Yeah, Lamar, Lamar is... He can't, that's what I'm saying. You can't... What I always tell, tell this story about Jim Johnson in Philadelphia, the great D coordinator. When we played the Atlanta Falcons in Philly, early 2000s. Yeah. He hated playing against Michael Vick because he said anything he came up with, game plan-wise, didn't matter.
0: He just throws it out the window. And that's
1: what I mean. It's so hard to predict what you're going to... You know, you can try your best... So anyway, so I think, but I do think this, I think all those teams are threats to the Bills and Chiefs. Like, this thing isn't, it's never, like we talk about every week, it's never easy. So, it's the NFC playoffs, just, I can't wait for that, right? Let's just get there. I think the Saints beat Baltimore Monday night. Oh, yeah, I can see it. In New Orleans, I have a rule. Superdome. At night. At night. The voodoo's bet Just bet it. Don't yeah. overthink it. You'll, you'll hit more than you, you'll lose on that. Yeah. Might not, but yes. It's it's just a different beast out there at night. And that team, well, you're doing some, I know. You know
0: the toughness on that team. Yeah. N- namely, Demario Davis. Demario Davis will have a yeah. takeout on him Monday. It's, it runs, which it kind of went in a direction I wasn't expecting but that story, Jim, that, honestly. Now, that has me scared, too. Because, well, he's, um. Uh, uh, not scared, but like, is it like... He's a spiritual, spiritual dude. More so than a lot of players are. I mean, he, he really got into all the different conversations he's had with God since he was a kid. So I think the story will be pretty enlightening. And, you know, it just got me thinking like, oh, we're getting off the rails here. I know, like, it happens. It, yeah, happens. it happens, right? It's fr- fatty it's Friday, fatty. Fatty. <laughs> fatty Friday. But the in this profession where... There's so much that's out of your control, right? Like injury, um, get replaced, it's just week to week, anything can happen. And it's it's the most violent game on earth. Um, it can mentally just send you in a really, really dark place. I mean, yeah. have talked I, to a lot of players who have battled depression, right? And you've seen it. You didn't even know Sammy Watkins was going through what he was going Tyler. through. That's why when I said scary, it's because of this.
1: You know, he, car crashes. Oh, precious. completely. Every linebacker.
0: But it just kind of hit me that, you know, that this is why so many NFL players are devoutly religious. You know, you have to find something, something. To, just, to just let go. Whatever it is. You know, I mean, I consider myself fairly religious, right? I'm like like most Americans believe in God, believe in a higher power. But tomorrow this kind of takes it to a different, different level. And I think that ability... To just let go has guided him through some pretty brutal trials and tribulations. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think New Orleans um, at three and five in the NFC South. Yeah, give me New Orleans. Just go through and look
1: at some of those. Don't count them out. And yeah. Dalton in that divi- like right now that division is wide open. Michael Thomas is done again. I, of course, but but it's almost like you weren't counting on him no, anyway. Kind of forgot about now, him. Now I will say, with Kamara needs to stay on that field. For this thing to come true, they do.
0: Yeah. All right. So okay. let's look at the Ravens' schedule, though. So even if they lose to the Saints, Monday which, day, which di- honestly, this, they're a playoff team. Yeah. Whatever. Get, get a load of, get a load of this: Panthers, Jaguars, Broncos, Steelers, Browns, There's Falcons, right. Steelers, Bengals. That's the rest of the Ravens'
1: schedule. Here's the run. If they're trying to like, you know, now you know something crazy happens. Bills, KC. Now you're fighting for. Possible home, you know. I you never know how it's going to shake out. That's really we already know all these teams are going to be in the playoffs.
0: Now it's home field, yeah. which we'll get into that probably right in playoff time. They're kind of due for field. I don't know if home some home good home. some good juju toward the end of the season after last year. I mean Baltimore is down to I like don't know. This they're fair. down sixth and seventh stringers. They're healthy. Tyler Huntley,
1: but but it's like what they're they healthy. It's always something. They're secondary, bait and running backs, yeah, they are always banged up.
0: They are. Oh, it's, I love Gus Edwards when he's out there. So good.
1: When there it is.
0: When. I know.
1: He so is that's what that. has
0: you concerned, then?
1: Yeah. Miami needs it. Miami's trying. They know they need to stop the quarterback. Go get. I love that. Love, love, love it. Just what the Bills did. How are we gonna beat Mahomes one way? Von Miller, come on. How are we gonna beat Josh Allen Mahomes? What do you
0: see and Brad, Bradley
1: Chubb. Everything. I will say this. He's not like – he's different as far as what he is. He's so big and straight-ahead powerful. For a tall guy, he actually plays with pretty good leverage. Um, He's not that bend-around-the-corner type player. The athletic – like Von Miller is like the – Von Miller is the elite of the the bend guys, I call them. The Khalil Max. Those are your elite athletic PNs. Chubb's a powerful – but hand use. He's a student of the game. Oh, that means just think of Miles Garrett when I just said he's elite. That, that's the best. I, I put on that. If you didn't want to give the MVP to a quarterback, you can go ahead and give it to him. Saw that. That, that. I love him. I love. He's, a, he's a But um, I love that what Miami did though. Yeah,
0: that's how you do it. You have to attack. Where are they getting this money? I guess if you have a quarterback, worry about later. Go get
1: Ram, Tyler Rams. How the Rams doing with all that? Yeah, still yeah. they're still smoking cigars every night. They're still McVeigh. They're still laughing. Hey, it got you a Super Bowl.
0: You might as well do it if you're Miami.
1: Go get it. And then worry about the consequences later.
0: <laughs> and I think you've seen enough in Tua, Tagovailoa to he, say, okay, we can load I mean, they started loading up with Tyreek Hill, obviously, in the offseason, but
1: just ramp it up a notch. The combination of Tua and Mike McDaniel mm-hmm. is working. McDaniel knew exactly what he wanted to do with this offense. Exactly. You could see it. And the funny thing is, you can see how Jaseki, they're having a tough time really keeping him – his production has fallen off. He's become a red zone, guy, which is okay. Yeah. You know, but is he happy about it? They don't care. But I mean, as long as I'm saying, it's funny how McDaniel knows this is, that spread it out. Let's
0: go. To, let's go to work. You can play action, get rid of the ball quick. It's not even like overly complicated, but you need to make decisions fast when you're the quarterback. Like you can see it to Every he time he just has to know. He knows where to. is that hole in the defense yeah. and just, Throw the ball to the hole, and then and, you know you know what I let mean. Let like them go. Let them go. Then just let them go, and he can make that decision quick. He can make it quick. His his um, his, his handling of the ball, like with the ball fakes and just getting it out, as fast. as decisive. There's no wasted motion. I love his attitude, toughness.
1: He and hurts, and that Alabama, that Alabama toughness yeah. is real.
0: It is. There's a reason they were champions. We forget about that toughness.
1: I, we talk, I love talking about that because I think it just separates everybody. Mm-hmm. The, the toughness, the mental too, the mental and physical. Because yes. what Tua had to deal with
0: this year, he's never dealt with before in his life. And culturally too, there's something to that That Polynesian, like, it's the totally. tougher on the
1: island. I can tell you, yes, my experience with anybody from that culture, they defensive tackles, whatever position, linebackers, they're all the same. Yeah, like They run through walls, fearless. I think it's because they grow up like the fearless part. It's the surfing. It's the – you know, they're out. No, there. They're not afraid to do that stuff. They've been around that. They, yeah. that. that You have to be fearless to be a good surfer. You do. You
0: Exactly. I'm
1: serious. Yeah. I really believe this. Like, I know it might sound crazy. I mean, true.
0: and you've got tsunamis. Like, like Panay Sewell was talking about. How but, when, those guys – I mean, they're, they're getting they're on the to, highest right. hill mountain to, to avoid the – it's incredible. Just, where can you get that breakdown?
2: <laughs> Interesting that Miami did trade our guy Chase Edmonds. So, the beautiful it, mind of Chase Edmonds. The go-long curse. He's gone. <laughs> it just was, I don't know. It, just, fits, it, it was a fit. The, right? It happens. And credit to everybody involved. It didn't work. We tried. Let's move on. Had a handful
0: of drops. Um, Which I didn't, I didn't know, know that too. about. Yeah, he drops. I They signed him firsthand. Yeah, I, I never the Bills that. wanted him. The Bills thought they were going to sign him. Chase
2: was ready to sign with the Bills, and he took a look at those taxes and said, "Up, ah, state of Florida. Well, now he's in Colorado. I don't either, but there's other things good out Colorado. He'll be happy with some good laws out there, too. But, uh, but, but I'll tell you this. This is when, now this is fun after the trade. Now you see how these guys, you know, now the second half's about, just getting used yeah, to your new yeah. team, Because it's never that easy. The great players kind of go wherever, especially DNS. But uh, there is a you're moving, there is life involved. I mean, there is a transition. So that's why I like seeing now what happens with these teams. Now the injuries, yeah, bangles, battle and chase of injuries. So you're finding out know, some depth, you're finding out things about your team. Just to spam Miami players, yeah, yeah. let's not forget that Mike McDaniel is. He was the brains behind San Francisco's run game, which next next to Baltimore, which is incorporating the quarterback, I mean, they had the best run game in the NFL. in Cleveland last two, three years. So it, this offense is so too eccentric right now. Like they're in the dome, they're on fast turfs, they're in good weather. I feel like they're, they're throwing it around a lot. They've got all this speed. I think that McDaniel's kind of thinking a few moves ahead here. He, He's no dummy. He knows the weather's going to turn. If they if they want to go the distance, they've got to win in Buffalo or Casey or, or Casey or Baltimore or Baltimore, <laughs> right? It could get it could get ugly. good. I like so this. I like, they I like don't, this. They do You know, is their line as good as San Francisco? No, not that, that close. But what did he do at the trade deadline? He brought in an old friend, Jeff Wilson. Now yeah, got, they I got got like Raheem Moster. And I, Jeff I love Wilson. when coaches do that. Two guys he's familiar, familiar with, with, I love with, that, that. scheme. Yep. And, and James Edmund, I can remember, it wasn't our conversation for so long. It was around the same time at training camp um, with the throng of reporters out there. He, he meticulously broke down why that run scheme was so difficult to learn. It's different. I mean, that wide zone, It's if you're not used to it, but the timing and how things have to sync up. Running backs have styles just like quarterbacks. Running backs have styles too, right? you got to fit them yeah. into that scheme. There are different um, schemes, right? That's a, I think that's maybe not talked about enough. That's going to be the key. I mean, if Miami's actually going to not just threaten Buffalo or Kansas City but overtake them, they've got to be able to play both ways. they got to and be able to get into that playoff game and win with the run if they have to. Yeah. The scary thing about – like. I don't think any of those teams, honestly, Cincinnati is the team on defense that I think maybe could give the Bills and Chiefs maybe a little bit, you know. But I haven't seen that defense like I thought it would be this year. And then they just lost Chidabay Awuzie, the shutdown for the year. And that's where I feel like Cincy is. Like, that defense isn't right, which I thought they were with that secondary pass rush.
1: I don't know if anybody's
2: correct right Casey. But
1: that's how I feel. That's why I think I feel strong about
2: Buffalo KC. Who can, who can at least make them earn their points? You know, Burrow, or is it a straight shootout? I mean, Burrow and Jamar Chase had had something really special to lose. That you could see it. Their offense was just pedestrian without Jamar Chase. I like T. Higgins. I like Tyler Boyd, but Chase is the player that just took that offense to a different level. He has with Joe Burrow. Where they're going to need him back. And by the time he comes back, where's he? Where's where, where Cincinnati going where to, to be in the AFC? Right? Yeah. Talking myself out of uh, picking Cincinnati to win the division. I it's just, it's just a go long prediction. We, we, <laughs> hey, hey, gonna, hey, look, no, it's not just. No, here's what I was going to say. More important than any we, bet, we, we recover from bad predictions on go long. That's we don't right. get fired over it. You didn't fire me for saying I thought the Carolina Panthers might be good this year. I didn't fire you. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't go to. I didn't go to Gina asking for you to stop when you thought Jared Goff was a good quarterback, and I still bet on him because you <laughs> taught me into it. Well, it's gonna need a little bit more time, Jared. It just needs a little you, more time. Do, are they gonna win anymore ever again? They might be great. I mean, oh, actually, actually, I agree with you on that. Actually, I was looking at that. I was looking at Beach Boy again. Like, My a God, all right, this is a good right, transition go into the, into the NFC. NFC but like, because here we go. What a huge game for Green Bay, no it's doubt. Huge. The NFC is so wide open. Except, I mean, they lose, their day. three and six, and you start to wonder: is the quarterback in a check out like he did in twenty eighteen McCarthy's last year? Very real possibility. If they win, they're four and five in a muddled NFC. You're right on the precipice of sneaking into the playoffs, and. Maybe he looks Just and they, Did they find a formula there against Buffalo? They actually committed to the run, something they should have done. Maybe, maybe that's Aaron Rodgers' role. Maybe he doesn't want to be the onesie. He, maybe he's tired of Green Bay so much he wants to go on the road. He doesn't I'm sure that will be the, the next topic of Mac. And say, oh, this is all part of the math. He wants to go back to Cali. He wants to play in Sanford. Hey, I've heard that real quick that you said about McDaniel in Miami. Did you ever ask Kyle Shanahan if McDaniel was the architect behind the 49ers? We don't really know, do we? Well, I, if you asked him, I think I know what his answer would be. No. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. I was, no, that I was more was was just. I know Shanahan doesn't have an ego, I'm does he? sure he gives the all the credit. But let's stay back to the NFC, though. Love the NFC, too. Different than the AFC, where the AFC is like quarterback elite, just you're not welcome. You're not welcome. Like, this is an elite club, right? Yeah. As far as the top three, four, I'm going to put Burrow there, and Herbert, and two, all these other guys knocking on the door. The NFC, the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo, Minnesota, Kirk Cousins, Philly, Jalen Hurts. These are good football teams with kind of not elite that we would say in that class of quarterbacks, which goes against you know, which but for the NFC right now, they are the elite in the NFC, and they are what's battling. On the whole th- like you did a great job on minnesota this year you were you put that out early and wow they're buying in it's pretty clear what the issue was there um and then to see philly cater to hertz's strengths to see and i know we talked about this before the season we thought i was crazy on some predictions i said jimmy g would be the quarterback you did. I, because you don't bring them back unless you were scared out of your damn mind of what you're seeing with Trey Lance. I wonder where the 49ers would be right now if Trey Lance doesn't break There's his leg. That's a great question. Probably what in this what if I scene. told you that they would be intriguing, but I don't think they would be where they are right now. Oh, Man. I think Jimmy, they're, they know, he knows that all, Like they know how to win with Jimmy. That makes point, sense. To a point. That's what I'm saying. To a point. But if Clark makes that catch, catch they in Super Bowl. You know what I, and I thought. <laughs> You're, right, you're, you're absolutely. I would right. say it. every yeah. show. I'm trying to convince myself. As much as I like San Francisco, and I'm right there with you, I, I feel like we cannot sell Seattle short. I mean, Seattle is a legitimately so, good football team that okay. that could do real damage in the 100% NFC. Hundred percent agree. Like that's a team that can threaten. Yeah. What is basically yeah. when you're talking about the NFC? Why can't Dallas threaten? Why can't Seattle threaten? Dallas, Seattle—they're all capable of winning yeah. the NFC. Yeah, because of what? There is not an elite quarterback that they, you know what I'm saying? They're on, on the Josh Allen. You're not fighting Josh Allen. Aaron Rodgers isn't, you know, he has come back to the pack a little bit. I do think Aaron Rodgers is still playing at a pretty high level, believe it or not. Got some Geno Smith stats. for here. here. Nine, yeah. nine touchdowns on 20 plus yard throws, the most in the NFL. This is the best. He's got six games with multiple passing touchdowns. He had seven his entire NFL career prior to this season. He's the NFC off- Offensive Player of the Month obviously. Um, He was Jim Monis's go-longs preseason team to be the worst team in the NFL I mean, league. He had a perfect I don't know if people saw this when it was 10-10 to 10 at the end of the third quarter against the Giants. I mean there was an absolute dart. Like dart. Tyler Lockheed he dropped it. Boom. I mean, his accuracy right now, it's freaky. I feel like this with Gino, which is cool because, you know, he's never had this extended type of really playing time, where it was get him in, you know, he's coming out. It's never been really his show in a mature franchise, or a mature franchise. And we never saw him unleashed, if that makes sense, in the passing game, right? And now they have done, and you made a great point, John Schneider has done a great job drafting. They have a running back. It's, it's really, I, I wrote about it today, I couldn't have been more wrong if we joked about my man Pete Carroll for getting, not letting me off the elevator first, but I got to give him credit on this. Well done, Pete and John Schneider. You guys, to transition from Russell Wilson to this, yeah. right, is hard to do. The transition, look at Pittsburgh, look at New Orleans. Pittsburgh, New Orleans weren't ready for the transition from the franchise to Seattle. We know there's. We know plenty about the Seattle thing. We know they were ready. Josh Schneider was ready to move on from Russell Wilson years ago. Yeah, and guess what? Thing? I think we're seeing maybe why. And I don't think it's all the. I don't. And let me say this. I don't think it's all about his whatever is going on with his personality.
1: I think there was some.
2: I think his play. You know, I was grading them every week. His play was falling down. Russell Wilson, he wasn't the elite playmaker that he was years ago because he was special athletically. He's not anymore. Either. Like the eight time, yeah. His game was so predicated on second reaction. It. it How do you have that second reaction if you're not as athletic as, as athletic. twitchy and all of all that. that? So, well done Seattle, and yes. Another team. I think those are your good long shot bets. Crazy I, making deal, you know? I mean, they see the same thing. They should. Right? They should have. He went six and eight as a starter, I think. You're going to pair up an aging bet with a rookie head coach. Hmm. Interesting. Wouldn't be my philosophy. Yeah. Our philosophy in Buffalo was let's get a fresh, let's get a young coach, and then let's find that young quarterback, pair it up. Yeah. That was our philosophy. And it worked as far as they went, and, you know, we got Sean, and then they did a great job of getting jobs. Alan, but that should be your philosophy. It shouldn't be, hey, let's go get it. It's like the Colts. I, I don't understand this philosophy of getting these guys that are – who's telling you they can still do this? I think it's almost like a byproduct of the high-stakes nature of, of the game where, like, did the Colts, they're, they're, they're so – stunned by the Andrew Luck thing. And, at no point can and just look in the mirror fair. and say
0: at some point you've got to be fair. like, okay, let's
2: just start over well, it. Okay, that's what I was going like to say. you're like you're viewing yourself as a contender. You and you're just trying to find somebody that can that's proven to get by, get by, get by. Like you might have to take a step back before you take a step forward. And I just feel like there's no right or wrong. I mean we just talked about Gino Smith. You know, lead the contending Seahawks. I get it, but the the, the Colts season to season, it's like if you're in the NFC, if you're the Colts and you're in the NFC, okay, fair enough. You have a defense, you have a running game. Let me give me that veteran quarterback that I can get. You know, I can get to the Super Bowl with in the NFC. Have you studied the AFC? You know, the Colts. Have you looked around what you're trying to beat? It's quarterback in the AFC. You have to find a way to beat those guys. Matt Ryan. That's what you're coming. to. Yeah, that's what you're coming. That's. really wasn't pretty at training camp either. You know when I went on that tour. Philip was- Rivers and Carson Wentz. Oh. That's when you're trying to beat Mahomes yeah. and Josh. Those guys are like. Now they got some, like, Ellinger in there. Like who would have thought? That's that's just to get. That's just because they just want to find yeah. out about. Yeah. Why not? I agree with putting him in. Find him.
0: Yeah.
2: Find out. Maybe he does spark you. Who knows? But still happy. I always think Josh Allen and Mahomes when the Colts make those signings like, you know, Matt Ryan's coming Indy or Phillip Rivers. I always think Mahomes and Josh Allen are like those young basketball players when they're playing the, the bet and they almost – they feel bad. But man, I love that guy. Growing up, he was one of my favorite players watching him. Now I can't guard him. <laughs> like I don't want to, I don't want to drop step like Shaq drop stepping on David Robinson. Well, it's like, like the, uh, I love that, and, I love that it's making the rounds for that picture of Patrick Ewing with the match. Oh, it's awesome. I saw that with the, with the Raptors yes, on the board. Yes, that's so. It it's is making like, the rounds. Like round, Russell right? and Brady and Rogers. All that. Yeah. But man, yeah, just, it's, it's just yeah. those guys. Are like, hey, God, I don't know when he was. Well, yeah. we talked about. It. I never thought Josh Allen should be compared to Cam Newton. It's not even comparable. He's
1: so much better.
2: Why okay. is – I've got a couple of theories, but I want to hear yours first. Like, why is the quarterback play just kind of down this year? It is. And from watching these games every week too, it – I don't want to say it because I hate this. Don't ever want to say it because of the lack of offseason. I have never gone into that. I will always believe there's a lot of young quarterbacks – the college game is so
1: completely different than the NFL game. I'll never understand it. We always call college football free minor league, but it really isn't where they're not learning the NFL
2: game. They're learning that system for that coach at college to get his 12 million dollars, right? And get, get on his championship and get, you know, all that. Yeah. Now you have to go and play football in the NFL and it's a process. As we're seeing Trevor Lawrence as my perfect example, as Dabo keeps getting contract extensions. But Dabo or Trevor didn't learn the NFL offense, like no Clemson quarterbacks do, right? Which was a concern. Ohio State, their quarterback play really coming out hasn't been, right? These are system quarterbacks that are recruited to win you the title. Now, Trevor Lawrence obviously is plenty talented enough, you know, I don't want to say it in fields too. But I'm just saying, it's not natural. It's not easy. Well, I just have the image, the imagery of—I uh, mean, this all really began to shift with Chip Kelly's offense in Oregon, where they're holding up the poster boards of the pictures, yeah. and it's like, all right, Remember so that. you think intellectually really? what are they as doing? The <laughs> Yeah, but you're—it's like one word, one picture, oh. signals, boom. This is what you're running, and it's boom. First, it's, there's snap, not a lot of thinking. Throw, snap, throw. Snap, you throw, throw, know where you snap, throw, the ball yeah, right, right away. Where the NFL requires thinking that position improvise look at the throws josh allen Mahomes, lamar joe burrow make under pressure you don't get that in college right you have the best offensive line that's keeping you upright like it's it's a whole it's really the best it's really what separates it i think about it so much when you evaluate quarterbacks in college now look for the guy that is making those insane insane throws that which don't is make josh allen which? josh and mahomes did and, mahomes and, and did. brett Favre did Who I thought Mahomes was, and I overthought it, thinking that style might not work in the NFL. But I'm just saying, where it can, you know, you can see the don't overthink it. Take that, because you need that, because the guys on defense, they're the best athletes on the planet on defense. Do you know how hard it is to play your defense? It's all about spacing on defense, explosion, speed, and spacing. You have to be so quick, twitch, and athletic all the time. Tackling is athleticism. Covering a player is athleticism. Rushing is power, athleticism. It's all the important these guys are monsters. Like I love I just respect defensive players so much because the rules are against them. Man, Jim, this is why I'm so lucky to have you as a podcast co-host. I mean, that's such a phenomenal point. Sorry, I just got and passionate you know, on that. that. That was my scouting like that's what you do. You gotta find a trait that is yes. gonna rise above, above the the the, 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 the stats. Go. Study the stats. Yeah. Because what was the criticism of Mac Jones? Okay, yeah, his completion percentage is through the roof, but what is, what does he do? What's he going to improvise? That is special, and I started to kind of open my mind up to the argument last year. You know, when they're winning every week for a month and a half, that maybe that special trait is his body. Which did he see the game? Quick. No question, right? And that is a special trait. But I mean, if Jack Wilson doesn't give that game away and they lose to the Jets, I mean, he's you know, in this quasi quarterback competition with Bailey Zappi out of Western Kentucky, this isn't the plan. This was not the plan for Mac Jones, so he doesn't have that Josh Allen S
1: No, that's very few, but
2: you, I mean, but but, there, but there, to there, your there point, there was never one trade that just
1: popped. Yeah.
2: Um, so you know, here the I guess here's the natural follow-up. So is there a quarterback out there? Maybe he's up and down. Maybe he's hasn't really emerged yet that does have that one trait deep within that can combat this world that you're describing. Like in the NFL right now, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the Jets thinking, right? I was just going to say the one you, guy that made it. <laughs> I mean, you can make it. I'm so down on him right now, pretty. so here we go. Yeah, that's they, that's, they don't that's even, the extreme. They don't even throw the ball down the field, the Jets. They're one of the worst oh. yards per attempt. They're trying to well. hide it. He can't make decisions. His mental, the game, and I talked about this last year, and I'm not seeing any improvement in Zach Wilson with the mental speed of the game. He can't. He can't. It's too fast for him. he's making horrible decisions. But the one guy that comes to mind that's untapped is him. That he can do. He can do throws. Yeah. Game. How did that happen? He does. The game. he's going to be a bad new More than Trevor than Lawrence does. He can do that. He can improvise more than Fields and Lawrence as far as making the Mahomes-Allen grow. He would have that. All three of those picks were so inexcusable, too. I mean, he should not have thrown. They weren't even, like, a great play by the defender. It was like, know. what are you doing? What are you doing? There's concerns. Do they have a shot against Buffalo? They're at home. Only Here's the only reason. Because, first, it's football. And nobody knows what the hell is going to happen. Two. Bills have some injuries on defense for the first time I'm seeing some guys pop up on the injury list. So you put those two factors together, always a chance. Yeah. And the Jets are playing good defense. Yeah. Really good defense. So the Bills are gonna to have to earn their points. Can the Jets score when they can't turn the ball over, right? Wilson can't. That's every game. But for a team like that plays good defense, like the Jets, you can win this game. Anytime you play good defense, you can win. They had Brees Hall. I could maybe oh. see a lane, but man, he looked good. He did. I just can't see it. No, I'm with you. I don't see it either. I don't, I don't see it. You're asking if they can. I'm giving you why they could. Now, third down. Pay attention to third down a little bit. The Jets are 21st, I think, on third down offense. But if you see something like that, like the the Jets hitting some third downs early in the game, that can be an indicator. Okay, this this game might be a little different than we expected. Something like that, but the bill should win. So you oh, got, great, great, great analysis. The bill should be the game. Why you? How many it? years Why you, you had, Jim? No, cut you off. That's the thing. You can get that from a second grade I don't know. Oh man! So we want to definitely do these hangouts and Fatty Friday's. I'm liking the Patty Fridays. I like it, but let's let's do another uh, yeah. tailgate. Tailgate was more fun. catchy. As Bill let's on do a tailgate. Game. Uh, we, if it's a one PM game, we we'll have to do it. we yes. copies of the <laughs> blood and guts for you. We'll sign them. Um, thank you, everybody, who bought a copy when we had our uh, shin here before the you know what, game. You know what blood and guts the, has really brought out, Dan Palace. Yeah, you brought it up when you first did the. I remember oh. way back when you were when we were talking about you know you were doing your stories, but. It's fun to see people reacting to it. They forget about how good that offense was. I tell you, well, I mean, one of the great things about writing a book is it, it naturally forces you to stay off of Twitter, which is great, because you've got to be watching games on YouTube all day. You just can't get out of those rabbit holes, no, it's one great, after another. Those point. Dan Fowl, San Diego Charger teams, oh my God. I mean, that was before I was born. I couldn't stop watching. They are so fun to watch. They, they'd score 60 points a game in today's NFL. It was amazing. Awesome. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So there. Uh. Yeah. That the the, the Kellen Winslow chapter is as much a Fouts, Coriel, Chargers innovation chapter. I mean, I think the book is more about life and you know these these moments of struggle that all these tight ends went through that kind of defined them. But there is some X's and O's mixed in here. If that's your thing, you we've got a lot of X's and O's. Yeah. And that chapter especially, like, innovated the game, the position, to deliver the tight ends evolving. Yeah. You, I like how you always and how you took it through the time like that and I, and I always would love that like Jimmy Graham would have could have played four fouls right they would have been a great combo like I no, love Jimmy picturing Graham, like he's about as close to Calvin Winslow as that, well that's what made me think about, yeah because I was yeah, that's I, a really good combo yeah yeah just a straight receiving but matchup shit too and, and Jimmy and Graham tough was tough. tougher than okay. anybody knew he's not like tough is, tough like this Tough as they are, not afraid to go over the middle and make a catch and take a hit. Yeah. Tough to tough to finish a block or sustain well, yeah, a block. Oh yeah, he's not going to be in line, you know, front side blocking for Pierre Thomas. I'm not saying that. I'm, but just, I'm joking. So tough. 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 Jimmy was tough. tough. Bottom line, coming from what he came from, tough. The way he played on the basketball court was pure tough. Nobody wanted to deal with him. It was all rebounds, block shots, get out of my way, just like Chris Manders, who's still playing in the NFL. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Which I love. Um, and tough. It's the number one thing. It's, if you're scouting, start there. If they aren't tough, move over. Beautifully said. Well, Fatty Friday. Fatty Friday is another one in the books. Thanks everybody for watching, listening. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, be sure to we, we don't say this enough, but rate us, review us on Apple, Spotify. We we appreciate it. That's how we keep this thing growing. And be on the lookout for our next hangout. Right yeah, here, I want to do it again. Yeah, I may or may not be in Miami next week, Jim. So we might have to go remote. Sorry, leaving me for Miami. I thought you guys. I feel like you're going to be heading. Into- to Hawaii next to do a real in deep depth story on Tua. You have to go all the way. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry, Han. I got to go to Hawaii for a week. You know, you got the kids. Let me know how, that, let me know how that, goes. <laughs> that was good as my prediction with the Rams and me and Chris predicted the Rams to beat the would <laughs> <laughs> be game over. That'd be game over. Hey, I want to say congrats to loyal reader, listener Kyle Trimble. He was here at the Fed, he just had his baby today. So Kyle, Cheers. here he was Patty like five days ago, and his wife's go. pregnant, and he showed show the commitment to show up and drink beer with us. I don't know how he was able to talk his wife into that. Hey honey, I'm sorry. I gotta go drink some beers with Ty and Jim.
1: I would say that there was a
2: good conversation that was made. Yeah. Good for him. We appreciate that. That was guys. fun, Kyle. Thank you. All right, we'll see you soon, guys.